0: Welcome to the Top Flight Podcast. My name is Esteban Bailey, and joining me today is Ori Benatar. We continue our preview of the EPL season, the upcoming EPL season, as we are talking about Southampton. Now, Southampton finished in 17th last season, just barely escaping relegation. Of course, their 1-0 victory over Swansea at the end of the season allowed them to survive while condemning the Swans to the championship. In general, though... They were awful last season. Uh, by far, their worst season since returning to the EPL in 2012. After, you know, after basically supplying Liverpool's uh, Champions League runners-up squad they have just kind of not been able to replace a lot of their players. And their squad seems to lack a lot of talent and imagination. Uh, Charlie Austin was their you know highest goal scorer last year, and he was injured for the majority of it, and he only had seven goals. Uh, they sold Virgil van Dijk to the aforementioned Liverpool for about 75 million pounds, which is the highest fee for a defender in history. And that obviously did not help them out for the rest of the season as they really fell further and further into the relegation zone. Um, Mark Hughes took over for Argentinian Mauricio Pellegrino, who was pretty awful in his reign as Southampton manager for both seasons. I don't know why they kept them. But, uh, you know, Southampton, they've been a model club in the EPL for basically the entire time they have been in the EPL since 2012. They've produced not only great players like Sadio Mane and Virgil van Dijk, but they've also produced player uh, coaches such as Mauricio Pochettino and Ronna Koeman. What do you think about Southampton? Like, what, you know, It's
1: been interesting to see this club decline so quickly. It is, but you look at the past seasons that Southampton have had since they returned to the EPL in 2012, Though they sold those guys to Liverpool, you know, starting with, you know, maybe Adam Lallana and Ricky Lambert, they still had good seasons. They had a couple top 10 finishes. Overall, they were never a bad team because they always found that extra talent. You know, you replace Lalana and Lambert, you have Mane, and then you get Virgil van Dyke in defense. You sold all those guys to Liverpool, and it finally caught up to them last season. Now they just lack a score. Char- they thought Charlie Austin was going to be a good find. He was scoring goals for QPR when they were in the Premier League. He signed with Southampton. And he is their top scorer, but only seven goals. It's not something that any top number 10 striker or number nine should be proud of Shane long has not turned out to be as good of a striker as as they would hope for but it's not like Southampton don't have those young players that could go on to big clubs specifically I'm looking at James Ward Prowse or maybe uh, Stephen well Stephen Davis is a little bit older but Pierre Emile Hoidsberg is pretty young or Yadbed Narek from Poland is a pretty experienced defender so they still have a couple of those players but it finally caught up to them selling that much to Liverpool. They finally had a season where it's like, do they belong? It didn't look like they did, but it was the first time they were really poorly managed. You get someone like Mark Hughes, who's a very consistent Premier League manager, knows how to keep a team up, but right now with Southampton's squad, it's not looking good right now. You know what, I actually want to talk a little bit about that squad because... Usually you
0: can tell the quality of Southampton or at least recently you've been able to tell the quality of Southampton squad by which players are being linked with Liverpool. And now this transfer window we haven't actually heard any kind of rumors of any Liverpool players that could or any Southampton players that could switch to Liverpool. So I want to I want to read off some names and just tell me if you think Liverpool would be interested just so we can see how talented this team is. You have Mario Lamina who had some eye-catching performances last season but he's a little inconsistent. You have Gabby Adini, you have Charlie Austin, Maya Yoshida, Nathan Redmond as you mentioned James Ward-Prowse like tell me about that squad what do you think about this Southampton squad it seems young and talented but their performances are not always consistent
1: no it's just a lack of consistency and I think it really hurt them last season when it came to their performance in the Premier League how far they got in the FA Cup they had a great FA Cup run they got to the semifinals good for them to see them do so well but in my personal opinion I would find that Teams that are near relegation or need know their squad and know that, you know, if we have a lot of games, we need to put our best foot forward in the league and not try and go on this giant cup run. I feel that the Capital One Cup is a better... Uh, Cup for these lower teams to go for and get wins because you see, you know, you have big teams that win the League Cup through depth, but a lot of those teams don't really care about the Capital One Cup, League Cup, Caribou Cup, whatever it's called now. It's had like a gazillion different names over the past two years. So their FA Cup run probably hurt a bit because this squad lacks a lot of depth um, they haven't really signed anyone eye-catching. The biggest signings you have Yannick uh, Vestergaard, a defender from uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach, who's Danish. Stuart Armstrong's kind of their biggest signing, a midfielder from uh, Scotland, played for Celtic. Uh, they also signed Mohamed El Yunusi from uh, Norway, a midfielder. But other, I mean, they're, they're just not signing any any big names. They haven't scouted any young talent. Maybe they're losing their touch a little bit
0: maybe i mean it's you know i you didn't mention you did not mention liverpool wanting any of those players so clearly i don't think the squad has shown enough talent that they could potentially play for a top six squad, which was, you know, that was one of the strengths of Southampton, is that they had players that were over-performing on a lower lower level club, which is why they were able to get to Europa League qualification. And, you know, actually, I want to, you know, you mentioned some of their arrivals, which aren't exactly the most eye-catching. Some of their departures are pretty eye-catching. Dusan Tadic, who was incredibly important for Southampton last season in order to keep them from relegation, uh, he's been sold. He's at Ajax right now, which is kind of crazy that they Allowed him to go and they also let him go for about 13 million euros, which is pretty shocking. Um, Sophie and Buffal from Morocco, he was a pretty talented player, but he clashed with the manager uh, several times last season. He didn't start that many games and he's been loaned out to Celta Vigo, which I think he probably might perform really well in La Liga. Uh, but you have these like really two flair winger players that have. You know, they have a lot of talent, but they've been, you know, they're they're gone from the club. And, you know, you mentioned Stuart Armstrong, who's a talented midfielder, but he's 26. Uh, we've seen him in Celtic for a long time, and he's a good player. He's fast, and he's uh, more technically uh, proficient than you'd expect from a lot of Scottish players. But he's not exactly going to rip apart Premier League uh, defenses. Mohamed Yannoussi, as you mentioned, is Norwegian, and he's an interesting prospect as well. But... Again, I'm not really sure. He didn't really perform that well in the Champions League, so I'm not really sure if he's going to really take Southampton to the next level. Um, I, you know, it, It's hard to think that Southampton could be, a rele- be in another relegation battle uh, again this season, but just looking at their squad and the fact that they haven't made a lot of purchases, even with those 75 million pounds from Van Dijk, I'm not sure. I, I think they would probably love a mid-table finish, but I don't think that's really going to happen. What do you think?
1: I don't think it's going to happen either. I think their highest possible finish is probably 14th, 15th. Losing Dusan Tadic is huge. I mean, he's going to do so well for Ajax. He could get them off to a big run in Eredivisie in, uh, in Europe, potentially. Losing him for Southampton is is bad. That's not good. So I think 14th, 15th is their highest possible uh, finish. I think relegation is very realistic for Southampton, and just in general, you know, all the teams we've talked about on the previews thus far, and just looking at the rosters and how the Premier League is as a whole. You remember last season, we were towards you know the second half of the season, in the beginning of the second half, it was like a six point gap between tenth and twentieth. And I think this season, there's going to be a lot of teams that could get relegated. It's going to be potentially another lopsided title race with how good Manchester City was last season and the lack of humongous moves. Other Other than Liverpool, none of the big six have made any humongous moves. And within the bottom, there's some teams making big moves and other teams that just aren't doing any business. And I think there could be between seven or eight teams that could be in the relegation battle. By the time we get to Christmas or Boxing Day, it's going to be really competitive. And I think Southampton, not just a relegation favorite, they could maybe finish last with the current team that they have.
0: I think it all depends uh, on Charlie Austin. Now, Charlie Austin, he is a proven goal scorer. Every time he plays on the pitch, he is a—he's actually surprisingly really good at getting goals. Uh, He—I—I I don't know what are his exact stats, but there—there there was a stat going around before he got injured last season where it was essentially every game he would play, he would average a goal a game. Um, now, obviously, you know that's—that's that's pretty good, and he was pretty good for QPR even though they got relegated that season, where he was like the third highest scorer in the EPL. Now, if he's healthy, I think Southampton will get enough goals to get to mid-table. I think if Gabbiadini can maybe, you know, if he can fit within Marquee's system, I think he could also have a pretty good season. Lamina might have a better year. He's from Juventus. He has his pedigree of, you know, playing in one of the Europe's top clubs. He's taken a step down to play for Southampton. But maybe this is a season where he thinks, OK, if I perform really well, then I can earn that big money move to a bigger club in the EPL. Maybe I can go to uh, maybe Everton or maybe I can go to Arsenal or, you know, whatever. Um, I think this is where he could do that. But that's the thing. With this Southampton squad, you're just hoping for potential. You're hoping for these players to pan out a little better than what their track record has told us. I mean, Nathan Redmond has played for the U21s in England, but he he was playing at Norwich City a couple seasons ago. He's not like the most exciting English prospect in the land. You know, you, you, you got James Ward-Prowse, who was an exciting prospect, and he was going to be one of those midfielders to lead England to the promised land, but essentially his contributions have only come in set pieces in the last couple seasons. His passing isn't as crisp as he once was, maybe due to injuries. He's not really as decisive in the final third. He's a set piece specialist, but you know, he's not Dimitri Payet with his, you know, set piece specialist where he can take a team with his set pieces all the way to the Europa League. He's he's just kind of limited. Um, I'm, yeah, I think you're right. I think Southampton, they could be a real potential like relegation like struggler. And maybe this is the season where, you know, last season they got a stay of execution, but now it's, you know, <laughs> it's, it's coming. And I, I'm not sure. I think Mark Hughes, you know he struggled last season with in Stoke, uh, probably due to just kind of stagnation in the club. Anyways, he was probably there for too long. Maybe in his second season he can have a bounce back. But I don't know. How confident are you in Mark Hughes?
1: Pretty confident. He's a very he's a seasoned Premier League manager. He's had his moments when he was managing, uh, you know, Manchester City, and then he did pretty well with Stoke, getting in ninth place basically every season that he was there, almost. So I'm pretty confident in Mark Hughes as a manager, but at the end of the day, the players are the ones that go out on the field. They're the ones that have to get the results. It's not the manager that does it. If it was, then uh, according to Jose Mourinho, Manchester United would win every game 10 to nothing because of how special he is. So the managers, you know, don't make the team you know, tick on the field, they can help with the tactics, they can motivate them, but they're not the ones that are kicking the ball and shooting and trying to get the goals. So it's really dependent on how the players perform. You need to have some form of consistency. I don't know if Southampton can do that. If they can, then maybe they can stay up. But I don't know if they're going to be able to have that consistency next season.
0: So your final thoughts are that Southampton, are they the most likely team of all the teams that you've seen and just like thought about? Are they the most likely team to get relegated this season?
1: Uh probably not. If I had to pick one team that I would absolutely guarantee to get relegated as of right now today would be Cardiff. Uh,
0: you know, I think I think Southampton, you know, they could be relegated. I think it's I think it's not guaranteed. I actually don't think a lot of teams are guaranteed to get relegated this year except for maybe Cardiff cuz I just I don't think they have the the horses. But we'll get to them when we get to them, but yeah, I think Southampton's going to have a tough season. I think if they if they're comfortably mid-table by December, uh, I think they're having a great season. So, you know, I think, I think we can end it there. Southampton, we'll see if you can survive another season. You've been a pretty interesting story for the last couple of years. And uh, maybe Mark Hughes is your savior. Who knows? But that's it for us on the Top Flight Podcast. We'll be back with more previews uh, before this excellent and really intriguing EPL season occurs. Thank you so much.